And we are here again. We're here. Welcome to Pass It to Patrick, the sports podcast. I am Patrick Cassidy. The sports podcast that's covering everything sports and what's going on uh, in the league today. A lot of topics to get into. We have the Super Bowl. Haven't been doing the podcast. Had a couple busy weeks, but now we're back. The Super Bowl was Sunday, and it was an exciting Super Bowl. A lot of storylines that happened. The Chiefs couldn't get it done against the Bucks in the Super Bowl. And what a game it was. What a game that we saw Mahomes versus Brady. And you know what? Brady came out on top. I projected the Chiefs to win. I thought they were going to win. But, you know, that's not what happened. And I should have known better than to bet against the GOAT. So, Tom Brady, congratulations to the Buccaneers on winning. Haven't been doing the podcast for the last couple weeks, but we're glad to be back here doing it this week. Some interesting topics we want to get into today. Going to talk the Super Bowl, why the Chiefs, I believe, couldn't pull it off, why uh, Andy Reid, they didn't change their game plan at all, really. There were moments in that game that we watched, and you just could see the outcome. You could feel the momentum of that game. Tom Brady played spectacular football and the Chiefs didn't adjust. And sometimes I question why the Chiefs didn't adjust. And you know, the main thing that I always come back to is Andy Reid pretty much said, we are going to win the way we win. And that's what they tried to do. But the Bucks, you got you to gotta adjust against the Bucks. That's like... <laughs> That's like saying I'm going to do it this way no matter what. I'm going to power through. It doesn't work like that. you got to pivot and adjust. And that's just the Chiefs didn't do that against the Bucks, and it came back to bite them. It was a great Super Bowl, though. Great food, great time. Halftime show was good. I liked it. Weekend. Played a lot of good uh, songs. So good Super Bowl overall. Um, kind of an old-fashioned Super Bowl, if you ask me. Nobody could have predicted the Chiefs were just going to get nine points in that Super Bowl. I don't I don't believe anybody could predict that. I didn't. I thought they'd at least put up 21 points. I thought it would at least be a game, but it wasn't. And it's because they didn't adjust. But we're going to talk about more about that. The Super Bowl, Mahomes. We're going to talk LeBron and Brady, how they're in a league of their own. The best fits for Carson Wentz, I believe. And is Patrick Mahomes' legacy affected by what happened? So the first topic is the Super Bowl, of course. Mahomes, um, he needed help. That O-line, they lost a couple O-linemen and he needed help. That's the main reason they couldn't get it done. Mahomes was on the run all that game. He was on the run. Like, oh, hey, we're not going to block for you this game. Just, you know, do your thing, Mahomes. That's pretty much what Andy Reid and the Chiefs said. Go run around, do your thing, that's how we're going to win it. No, you were playing Brady, and you were playing a team that was preparing for the Super Bowl. I don't. I know the Chiefs were preparing for the Super Bowl, but I don't believe they were preparing for the Super Bowl. I don't live far from where they play, and it was always run it back, run it back, run it back. We're just going to run it back. Like, no, man, you're not. it's not that simple. It's never that simple to just run it back. And that's the truth of it, and... You know, and Bruce Arians touched on that at the parade, said some harsh words towards Kansas City, and you know what? There's a little chippiness, and I don't mind it, a little competitiveness. Uh, We'll see what the Chiefs are made of next season. Will they come back and be uh, the top of their game? We'll see it. We'll see. I I believe so. But Mahomes needed help regardless. The guy, 
he played he made some throws in that game that were awesome I mean that one where he laid out and just chucked it like where is that from that's out of this world so uh, as far as performance wise Mahomes was up up at the top the Chiefs were eh, low and Brady was above it all the Bucks O-line was good the protection was great I don't think Brady had a grass stain on his jersey honestly so great win for them but Mahomes needed help and Brady has proved this is what he's proved why he is the GOAT he still shows that chip on his shoulder we talked about it a couple weeks ago that chip of I was taking this round you don't believe in me Um, I'm going to show you why I'm the GOAT and honestly if I'm going to contribute this Super Bowl win, he's probably sitting there thinking, thank you, Bill Belichick. Thank you, the Patriots organization. Uh, thank you for not believing in me. Thank you for uh, the motivation because I'm going to win another one. And I'm going to keep winning. I'm going to show you what you missed out on. And that's his motivation. Bill Belichick said, nope, you can't do this anymore. You can't. You know, you, you can't do this anymore. You... Kind of slowing down, a little sluggish, you know, we didn't do as good last year, even though that was on the Patriots. (laughs) Like, get him some help. That's on the Patriots. So, uh, Tom Brady, he he had the chip on his shoulder. He just adds more, as if he needed more fuel. You just keep giving him more, more fuel. And that's why they won the Super Bowl. Now, of course, Brady didn't go. I I love hearing this. Brady won like he's just a winner. Now, he is. He's a winner. He's the GOAT. But he did not go to the Jets or the, you know, the Jets or the Jags or like, you know, I'll even say it like Washington. He didn't go to some of these teams that are not good right now. You know, I... The Bucks were poised to win. You cut down on the interceptions by uh, Jameis Winston, and the Bucks were poised to win. They were. So all they needed was a quarterback who didn't make mistakes. And Brady came in, and he didn't make those mistakes. So I was impressed thoroughly with that. I'm impressed by Brady and what he was able to do with the Bucks. He didn't make the mistakes. So that's they were poised to win already, though. So I, I love hearing, you know, well, Brady's just a winner. And he is. He's the GOAT. What he does in big games is amazing, but they were poised to win. They brought in some free agent mercenaries, Antonio Brown, Rob Gronkowski. Uh, They brought in some guys, Leonard Fournette. He is an animal. He showed up in that Super Bowl. So congrats to the Buccaneers because they just played better football. I don't want to hear. Now, Chiefs fans always want to say it's the flags. Look at the flags, the flags. Yeah, you guys weren't doing nothing on offense. It didn't matter. It didn't matter if there were eight flags thrown. It didn't. It didn't matter. Yeah, some of them were a little questionable, but it didn't matter in the end. You guys couldn't get anything going on offense. So, like, those Chiefs fans that are like, well, there's Brady winning another one because, you know, he cheats. Uh, he deflated the balls, you know. He uh, manipulated the, the clock. He did this. He videotaped this. Like, yeah, stop it. He's the GOAT. Stop, stop making excuses. He's the GOAT. He is. It's over. You know, who's he chasing now? Himself. That's who he's chasing. And that's even more motivation. He's fighting father time. So he proved, though, why he's the GOAT. He had great offensive weapons. You know, questionable penalties doesn't matter. They came out on top, and that was the game. Great Super Bowl, though. A lot of 
fun plays, and I enjoyed it. And we'll see what happens this next uh, offseason. We'll see how the Bucks recover. We'll see, or not the Bucks, sorry, the Chiefs. We'll see how they recover, what they go through, um, who they bring in. You know, they they are a great team. They will no doubt be back in the playoffs. I'm sure they're going to win 13 games next year. I have them winning at least 13. I think they will have a little bit worse record just because, you know, they're going to have some adversity coming out of this year. You know, they're not as scary, honestly, to some teams. So we're going to see what, what happens there. I want to get into this, LeBron and Brady. What Brady did in that Super Bowl proved something. It proved something. LeBron and Brady are in a league of their own. Those two guys. They are two of the greatest winners we have seen. You know, I know all the old guys are going to say Michael. Michael's the greatest. He's the GOAT. And I don't get into that debate of who's better. You know, LeBron, Michael, you know, Brady. Like, that doesn't matter to me. They're in a league of their own, LeBron and Brady. And yes, you can throw Michael in there, too, in that league. But they're in the league. They're winners. That league is of winners. They are in a class of their own. That's what makes them great. They're always improving their games. LeBron, he became a point guard last year. I mean, for God's sake, the guy averaged like 10 assists a game. Like, you don't just do that. You don't just have, that'd be like somebody saying, oh, I'm not going to play running back. I'm going to play quarterback and watch me do it great. (laughs) And like, I'm not only going to play this position, but I'm going to do it amazing. And, you know, that's, that'd be like, that'd be like, Tom Brady saying I'm going to play receiver. Now, granted, we're not going to see that. <laughs> but uh, I'd no doubt I think he'd get a few catches. I'm sorry, I think he would. Call me crazy, but when you when you are as dedicated to winning as those two guys are, you are in a league of your own. You are in a class of your own. And that's what's amazing about them. And we've seen it this year with LeBron. I mean, he's number 1 in my MVP voting. I predicted it when I first started this show, I believe LeBron's going to win the MVP. I said then you'll have AD win it either next year or the year before or the year after, but I believe LeBron will be the MVP and he will be this year. I believe that. Uh quote me on it. You know, call me out whenever the MVPs are announced if I messed up, tweet at me uh, that I messed up, but the MVP vote he will win. And that's a fact. I believe that. But they are in a class of their own. LeBron and Brady tweeting at each other. These guys eating avocado ice cream, sleeping in cryopods, (laughs) just like doing this stuff that you're like, really? But it works for them. It no doubtedly works for them. I've never seen two guys. I mean, Brady's been in the league since I was like five. I was five years old, and he started winning Super Bowls. I'm like, what? I I am grateful that I get to sit here and watch two of these careers become what they have. And I am a fan of both guys. And if you're going to sit here and hate on LeBron and hate on Brady, like, fans, stop it. Don't be a hater. Don't hate on greatness. Because that's what LeBron and Brady are. They're great. Great competitors. They have fire in them. I mean, did you see Tom Brady talking smack? I mean, he ran up. This is a different Brady than we've seen. 
He's even got more fuel. And thank you for feeding him, Taran Matthews. Thank you for feeding Brady. He thanks you for that. Uh, I think he said something like, I'm coming at you now. And the next play, he threw it towards him and completed it. It's like, don't mess with me. I'm the GOAT. And you know what? All these people that were saying Patrick Mahomes is the next GOAT, why are we having these debates already? Patrick Mahomes just started his career. Brady's been in the league 20 years. Just stop. Don't even talk like that. So great Super Bowl. LeBron and Brady in a league of their own. I've never been more impressed with two guys that love winning so much as they do. So our next storyline, because we pretty much covered that LeBron and Brady are the GOATs, we're going to drop down to another tier of quarterback, and we're going to talk about that. My best fits for Carson Wentz, because he is on the trading block right now. I mean, you know, they're being a little more coy with it, but they're taking calls, they're feeling out the field. So I got my top five teams where I think he'll uh, go. And where I think he'll prosper, really, in these top five teams. The number one team is the Colts. That's my number one. I believe that the Colts are the best fit for him. Um, Midwestern team. They're not really Midwestern, but, you know, they're there. You know, they got some grit to them. Uh, You know, and Carson Wentz, he played at South Dakota State. So, I mean, he's he's used to, you know, that kind of lifestyle and stuff. And I, I, I genuinely believe that. Carson Wentz would do amazing on the Colts. They got the line. They got T.Y. Hilton. They're going to maybe bring in another receiver that would help him out. So I think he would be the best version of himself on the Colts. That's my number one team. Um, The next team is the Bears, which Matt Nagy, uh, a couple of those guys, they're not going to have Mitch back. You know, Nick Foles is Nick Foles. They'll probably, if they would get Carson Wentz, you would have to get rid of Nick Foles. I mean, those two guys on the same roster, nah. The Bears, though, are a great number two team because they need they need a spark. And I, and I truly believe that Carson Wentz could go there and give that fan base a spark that they need. Now, of course, you have to consider what team can give up the most for Carson Wentz. There's been reports that the Eagles want... Uh, what Matthew Stafford went for. Like, come on, guys. There was a lot of different things to that trade. There was contracts that had to be worked out. Um, I believe Detroit won that trade. I do. The Rams gave up way too much. But that's just my opinion. We're not talking about that. We're talking about Carson Wentz and the teams that I feel he'll go to. So number one, the Colts. Number two, the Bears. Number three, the New England Patriots. Yeah, I think he would do good there in New England. I do. I don't I don't think it's on people's radars as much. I think they got him going to the Colts or the Bears. It's not on their radar, but he would do very well with Bill Belichick. I think uh you know, he's a, he's a little disciplined. I think he's got something to prove to all these people that said Carson Wentz is a bust. Um you know, I don't believe he's a bust. I I don't believe he's on an elite level right now at least in his career, but he's not a bust. The guy was playing outstanding football. What screwed him up was the Eagles. Yeah, Eagles fans, you screwed him up. Eagles fans and the coaching staff. You know, Doug Peterson apparently wanted to go with Jalen Hurts, and that's what screwed him up. But I think he would do well on the Patriots. They have, you know, the potential to do okay. The problem is they would need to get some more weapons for him. He would be leaving the Eagles with no weapons to go to a team with no weapons. And, you know, the same can be said for the Colts and Bears, but they at least got a couple decent receivers and players 
uh, so that's my number three is the Patriots. Number four is Washington. Again, I don't see this happening, but as far as like where he'd be successful, they got Terry McLaurin. They got a decent pick in the draft. It's 19th. It's not amazing, but they could take a good receiver for him to throw at again. Maybe bring in a guy um, off the free agent market. Washington is my number four team, and they got a decent running back. They got uh, good wide receivers. I don't see it happening mainly because it's in division. Now, we know these teams have had dealings in the past with Donovan McNabb and Deshaun Jackson, but this would be a little kind of out of character. I don't think the Eagles want to feed Carson Wentz motivation. So that's my number four team. I don't see that happening a lot, but my number five team is interesting because it's the Denver Broncos. And, you know, John Elway has kind of stepped back. He's kind of given up a little bit of the power and reins to the organization. And I think that's good that he's kind of moved away. And Carson Wentz, I think, would do really good on the Broncos. They're my number five team to get him. But the Broncos have Jerry Judy. They're going to pick again in the draft, get a good pick. I think they could go with another receiver, um, maybe move up. If I was the Broncos, I'd move up and try and take Devontae Smith. I'd also trade for Carson Wentz. That would get your offense a little jump started get it a little fire get it going especially in that division with Mahomes Mahomes Herbert um, Derek Carr even though Derek Carr might not be there next year and then you got throw Carson Wentz into the mix yeah that would be an exciting division it already is exciting but Carson Wentz to the Broncos that's my number five team so we got the Colts the Bears Patriots Washington and the Broncos Denver Broncos so those are my teams we'll see what happens We'll see if the Eagles get what they want to get for him. I I think, if I'm being honest with the audience that's listening, Carson Wentz, to me, is worth a second rounder and a third rounder. That's what he's worth right now. <laughs> and I think they would be lucky to get a second rounder and third rounder. Uh, and that's not saying that's because I don't believe Carson Wentz can improve. That's just because, you know, he's... <laughs> He's kind of taking a few steps back. So that a second rounder and third rounder, Eagles, just try to get that, and then we'll we'll go from there. So, yeah, our next story is Patrick Mahomes. Is his legacy affected by the Super Bowl outcome? And are the Chiefs the Packers with Aaron Rodgers? And I'm going to get into this a little bit, because Aaron Rodgers and the Packers the organization has wasted many years of Aaron Rodgers. I'm sorry, Packers fans, but you have. Aaron Rodgers, you got one Super Bowl out of him. And it was kind of a topic, like, a few years back. You know, is Aaron Rodgers the GOAT? Is Tom Brady, you know, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, which one's the GOAT? Well, Tom Brady is. And that's the main reason why. The even though new the New England Patriots didn't get a lot of weapons for Brady, it doesn't matter because they put enough around him to succeed um, in the early days, and they did get like Randy Moss. They did go and get. They had Wes Welker. They had um, Julian Edelman. So they had Rob Gronkowski. They had a lot of guys that you know uh, could help Brady um, out, but the Packers. They wasted 
a lot of Aaron Rodgers' time and, frankly, his potential because, you know, Aaron Rodgers, he's got that X factor just like Mahomes. A lot of similarities there. A lot. I believe Mahomes is more talented than Aaron Rodgers, but Aaron Rodgers is a gunslinger just like Mahomes. And those two guys, the situations I see are a little similar, and it can kind of be a little scary for Chiefs fans. Packers fans know what I'm talking about. Aaron Rodgers, 10 years ago, might have been 11, they won the Super Bowl. Hey, this is the next dynasty. Uh, Aaron Rodgers and you know Mike McCarthy, they're going to run this league, and they got Greg Jennings, and they got, you know these weapons, and they're going to run the league. Look out. He can chuck the ball 50 yards, 60 yards. Watch out. You got a big arm. And what happened? They fizzled. They beat the Steelers. And then, I don't know what happened. Did they get complacent? Did the Packers think, well, we'll just put enough around him, and he'll do what Brady's done. But he didn't. He didn't. And granted, there were some other issues, but Mike McCarthy uh, and Aaron Rodgers didn't click, but they won a Super Bowl together, so something worked. Just like the Chiefs, Andy Reid, and Mahomes won a Super Bowl. Now, their situations could become similar if the Chiefs are not careful. Granted, Mahomes, he left a little money on the table when he signed his deal because, you know, he wanted to keep some players there. But I think they, 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 had, I think they had to win this Super Bowl. I really do because they had to win it to show that they can run it back in their words that you know we're the next dynasty because that's what a lot of people are talking about the Chiefs are the next dynasty and all while people were saying that I'm like slow down slow down slow down that's all fine and dandy but the Patriots did something that no other organization had ever done with Tom Brady they not only had the greatest quarterback, but I believe they had a good system too. They had one of the best systems in the league. And they had the right mixture, the right formula. And that's what it takes to become a dynasty is the right formula. What Andy Reid showed me on Super Bowl Sunday is everybody loves Andy Reid. Everybody loves them. Some Andy Reid, his play calling. Andy Reid is the coach you want to play for as a player. Everybody talks highly of him, and I like him. But he didn't adjust. I believe that run game coming out of the second half, they ran it a couple times. You just got to stick with the run. Just run it. Run it, run it, run it. And then it'll open up downfield. But the Kansas City Chiefs have to be careful here. They can't. They could become the next uh, Green Bay Packers. They have to make some moves. They have, have to realign their focus and try to get back there as hard as they can next year and win it. Because Patrick Mahomes' legacy, even though it wasn't, I don't believe it was affected on, you know, Super Bowl Sunday. I don't believe that the loss will affect his legacy, but he has to win another one. If he just ends up winning one in Kansas City, and, you know, he wins a couple more MVPs, sorry, he's Aaron Rodgers then in 10 years. That's what he is. I, Chiefs fans, I know you're not going to like to hear it, but he's Aaron Rodgers in 10 years. Now, that's that's speaking prematurely, and that's jumping ahead uh, quite a bit of time, but 
that's the truth of the matter. He's he's going to be Aaron Rodgers. They need to refocus, come back strong, and compete next year. That's my viewpoint on that. Packers and Chiefs, maybe not so far apart as organizations. So here's some uh, breaking news. J.J. Watt uh, just got released today from the Texans per request, apparently. Um, of course, thanks to the city of Houston, J.J. Watt, a class act, uh, one of the great defense play- defensive players of our time, excuse me. The T.J. Watt actually tweeted out something pretty great, uh, a come here emoji. So, <laughs> or a GIF, I mean, a come here GIF that's like, hey, man, come on over to the Steelers. We got a great, uh, great team here. We got a spot for you. Come play with your brothers. That's where I'd go if I was uh, J.J. That's where I'd go. Play with your brothers. You know, the Steelers are a great team. If they can get that defense bolstered up, maybe with J.J., T.J., they'll be uh, they'll compete next year. They need to bring Juju back. Uh, they'll figure out the quarterback spot. Um, maybe have Ben come in, see if he's still got it in training camp. Uh, you know, he said he'd take some less money, rework his deal. So my, the top spots, though, that I believe J.J. Watt could go, I believe number one is the Steelers. I think he will go there. To play with his brother is a pretty big deal. So I think that's where he'll land. Green Bay Packers are also a team that their defense is better, and they could just use a veteran presence there. The Buffalo Bills, blue-collar team, hard-working. Um, all three of those teams, first teams, are blue-collar teams. Now, if he really wants to shake up the league and throw some people off, uh, Tampa Bay, <laughs> like, why wouldn't you go to Tampa, try to win a Super Bowl with Tom Brady? Because I think Tom's going to have even extra motivation to get back there. I believe that. So, J.J. Watt released. Wasn't surprised. Texans, dysfunctional. I mean, <laughs> we're going to talk a little bit about Sean Watson. And apparently the Texans are pretty stern. We're not trading him. Big mistake by the, by the Texans. I'm sorry, you need to trade him. This is the way the league is going. Do not fight it. This is the future. Do not fight it. The, the way the league is going is the route of the NBA. Players have the power. These older owners need to get that through their head. It, gone are the days of, you know, shut up and play. I love, I love what Russell Wilson is doing with the Seahawks personally. <laughs> you know, like, guys, I make you money. Who do you think sells the jerseys here? It ain't Pete Carroll. It's me, Russell Wilson. Um, put stars around me. If you're not going to do that, if you're not going to adhere to my play style, then you need to trade me. And you know what? Texans get what, get what you can. Why are the Texans fighting this? You could easily get two first-rounders, three first-rounders, and Sam Darnold. What are you doing? Three first-rounders, Sam Darnold. You can build on that. You can build, you can try this new coach out, let him go at the end of the year, build on what you've got. Um, I think they do have a decent head coach that they hired. Try him out, see if he can make the team work. You know, if he doesn't work, go out and get Eric Benelami from the Chiefs um, like next year. You still have Sam Darnold, you have three first round picks. You could take Zach Wilson from with the Jets pick. I mean, granted, here's the problem because Deshaun Watson can tell you where he wants to go. Fine, let him tell you. Let him tell you. Hey guys, I want to go to the 49ers. Work out a deal. You can make it happen. I'm sick of hearing about all these 
organizations that are like, no, 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 no. We're gonna make it work. We're gonna try and uh, we're gonna try and fix the situation. There's no fixing these situations, guys. He is not gonna play for you. It's over. Trade him. Get him out of there. He doesn't want to be there. Why do you want somebody that doesn't want to be there? That's bad for your organization. That's bad for your fan base. You need to let him go. You had a great thing. You screwed it up. Acceptance is key. You know, it's always like those people who can't accept when they're wrong. They have this weird thing about, uh, no, I'm I'm right. It's because you dig your heels in. And you're like, no, 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 I'm right. You're wrong. My opinion's right. It doesn't matter. No. Always listen. Always be improving uh, on yourself. And that's the thing the Texans need to learn. Trade Deshaun. Um, J.J. Watt wanted out of there. You released him. That's fine. <laughs> Clean house, rebuild. Uh, there's no there's no saving that relationship. So, And it's just like Russell Wilson, you know, Tom Brady, even Tom Brady, even like Deshaun Watson, these guys, this is the league now. <laughs> Give me weapons or I'm gone. Very simple for you. Very, very simple. We'll see what happens, though. It's uh, it's interesting uh, to see the league change. It is changing. And I'm here for it. That's why the NBA is great. That's exactly what makes the NBA great and exciting in the offseason. The NBA never stops moving, guys. It never stops. It's always going. Like... Like a report, the Cavs are open for business ahead of NBA trade deadline. Of course they are. Every team's open for business in the NBA. Come on, let's see what you can give. Let's do this. Let's see what uh, let's see what can happen. Even rookies, guys, think about this. In the NBA, rookies get traded their first year before the trade deadline. Sometimes <laughs> that's brilliant. In the M- in the NFL, they're like, eh, we're gonna hold on to a guy, see if he. Uh, progresses. He's okay. We'll see if he progresses in the next five years. <laughs> Guys, it's called moving on. It's called staying ahead of the curb. How do you think the 49ers got to the Super Bowl? They were aggressive, and that's what Deshaun Watson sees. He sees teams, okay, you don't like this? Here, take this weapon. I'm going to trade for this guy since, you know, yeah, you know what? Tom Brady's unhappy. Antonio, come here. Rob Gronkowski, come here. Leonard Fournette, come here. Uh, we're going all in. <laughs> we're going to get a Super Bowl. Uh, the Rams, very aggressive team, went out and got Matthew Stafford. That's amazing. That's so smart of them as an organization. That's so smart of them. And that's the biggest thing that NFL teams need to get through their head is get what you can for these stars that don't want to be there. Send them to a team that's going to be aggressive. If you're not in it for that reason and, you know, you just want to build on a good franchise, that's a way to go. That's a good way to go. But if you these guys, they don't want to wait, these veterans. They're like, I've been in the league for too long, and I'm ready to win, so let's make it happen. So NFL teams get on the trend that the NBA has been on for so long, and, you know... That's the way things are going, and I love it. I'm here for it. Now, there are some rumors in the NBA, trade talks between the Hawks, the Kings, um, different ideas that teams are trying to put together for their teams leading up to the playoffs. Uh, One guy that is not on the trading block uh, is Zion Williamson. 
and Zion Williamson, he's starting to become dominant in the league. And this was a gradual thing that was taking place. He had injuries first year. But here's just some stats for you from the last three games. Memphis, 29 points. Houston, 20 points. Chicago, 29 points. Guys, it's happening. He's starting to take over. And that's that's scary for the rest of the league. And Steven Adams and Zion Williamson, I believe they're the NBA's strongest tag team. They literally make things happen together. It's It's been exciting to watch Pelicans uh, basketball recently. They're, they're taking control of the NBA. And Zion's leading the front to take control. A couple smart trades. I believe Lonzo and J.J. Redick should be on the trading block. Get them guys out of there. Bring in somebody else. I genuinely believe that the Pelicans should trade Lonzo and J.J. Redick to San Antonio for DeMar DeRozan. I don't know if San Antonio would go for it. Maybe not, but, you know, throw that out there. That's an idea. Get DeMar DeRozan in there. That team's stacked. Then you might have to include another team, but Zion's taking over the league. I'm here for it. I love it. And that's exciting times. Might even get me a Zion jersey. I don't know, maybe. In other news, the MVP ladder by MVP... Uh, NBA.com, excuse me, they put out their Kia MVP ladder. There's no easy way into this season's fry. So, they have number one. I agree with them on this one. LeBron James, he will win MVP in my book. They got Joel Embiid, Philadelphia 76ers, Nikolai Jokic as third, Kevin Durant, Kawhi Leonard. I don't know. The next five is Giannis, Steph, Damian Lillard, Luka Doncic, and Paul George. Yeah, he, LeBron's winning this this year. He is. He's getting it done. I believe that. He's just he's proving why he's the one of the greatest players to ever play the game. So a lot of exciting headlines. We talked about a lot of great stuff today. Got into the go conversation, the Super Bowl. It'll it'll be exciting to see where Deshaun Watson goes. I'm following that storyline. Make sure, guys, to follow my Instagram, uh, follow my Twitter, uh, Facebook. Really hit all those social media platforms up. That would be awesome. And also, subscribe to the podcast. That always helps uh, have more subscribers. Let me know where I can improve. Uh, tweet at me. Uh, I'm completely fine taking criticism. And... I'm completely fine being wrong on a lot of the things I talk about on here. So thank you guys for listening today. Have a good one. This has been Pass It to Patrick.